here we are and welcome to a pretty episode of the friday night movie podcast because we're talking today with the writers and stars of a movie we loved called pretty problems we have with us michael Tennant and Britt rentschler welcome michael and Britt to the family Oh, what a warm welcome. That was amazing. I, I already feel like a part of the family, but it's nice to actually meet your sisters. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean to be we... fair, he's not that nice to us. So it is a bit, <laughs> isn't it weird to say welcome to the family after such a lovely introduction? If, you know, I just, I wouldn't mind if once in a while I got one of those. I, I think the evidence of this show will show people that the person who is, receives the not niceness is mostly me. Uh, um, Lately I'm, I'm, I am keeping score over here, F1. Okay, I've got a little tally sheet down here, and we can talk about it at the end of it. But uh, but it's very nice to meet you guys. Thank you for having us on. So we're we're gonna we're gonna get into pretty problems, and we're gonna hype up what it's about in a moment. But by way of intro, we always talk about how we're doing. And Lily and Becky, since you don't ask me, I'll just tell you I'm doing well. Survived a week long trip to Iceland. Uh, with Allie, my wife, and Josh and Danielle, my best friend and his wife, who is also a good friend. And we had a great time. It's very cold in Iceland, even in the summer. Like we got off the plane and they took us to the spot in Euro in, in the Murray movie movie Eurovision that I love, uh, where they did the Volcano Man video. And just ice and rain just pelting us in the face as dad would say my bones were cold uh and then there was a lot of uh fish eating and fish smell and a lot of outdoors activities and, and hiking and i kept thinking throughout this vacation that um i uh, Is think that problem that well yeah that's yeah. definitely a pretty problem yeah uh, but also that Becky's husband should have been the one actually on this trip. I think everyone would have enjoyed it more. Just switched him out. Just like, yeah. Cause like tapped, like, him, tapped him to take your spot on the last day. When, when, when the breakfast buffet had cod liver oil as one of the <laughs> options, Ooh. I knew Iceland is for you. Um, what do, what do you all think? Beck, could you, do you think Lily would hack it in Iceland okay. on vacation? Oh, okay. This so perfect- this is, so we were having this conversation. I'm so inspired by your trip. I'm thinking about planning my Iceland trip, my adventure with Vlad, how we're going to go and all the crazy hiking and trekking we're going to do. And I'm saying to Vlad, like, who should be our travel buddies for this kind of a trip? And we're going through the list of friends. I'm sitting right next and to her. Lily's like, well, you know, Hosea <laughs> and I can go. And I'm like, no. You know, I feel like you would kind of complain too much and you wouldn't want to do the rigorous stuff. And I'm kind of going on and on. to go to the spa. Yeah. And Vlad cuts me off and he goes, Becky, I think you might have trekking dysmorphia. <laughs> like, I think... <laughs> I you think you're better at this than you really are. Yeah, because so, he definitely. I think you summing you up on the subject of pretty problems was when we all went camping in RVs with mom and dad ooh, seven years ago, and you and Vlad insisted on sleeping in the tent. Everybody else slept in an RV, but you made Vlad every night pull the mattress out of the RV so you could RV sleep so on I it. Could sleep on it. Now you were. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Your husband's name is Vlad? Yeah, yeah. Vlad. Like Vladimir. And mine is... And, you, and yours is... Jose. Yeah, so the two of you will survive anything. Yeah. That's a very yeah. good point. If we're in The Last of Us, you're both making it with yeah, your partner. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Oh, no. Vlad, 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 Vlad will find a way. All, all three of us married Vlad. up in the gene pool. Like, yeah. we time. on this vacation I was on, my wife would get up... Workout. You can't say before dawn in Iceland in the summer because nope. there is no such thing. There's no such thing. The sun yeah. is just up the whole time. Then we'd go hiking for a volcano. And then my buddy Josh, by the way, Josh and Neil planned a great vacation. But after we hiked to a volcano, they'd pull out the map and be like, how many more volcanoes can we see today? And like, and I'm and I'm always at the point where, you know, Lily introduced me to the rule of one activity at most per day on vacation. And the feedback I received during this vacation was that, well, we know if Shy doesn't want to do something, he's going to let us know. We don't have to worry about him holding back. And that led me to to think in general. Yeah. So (laughs) um, that led me to think of this film, Pretty Problems, which is about two 
about a couple. They're working through some issues in their life. They're a little bit stuck in a rut. Who are in, have a chance meeting with a very rich, charismatic lady or Brit's character, Lindsay, Linz, uh, and get whisked away to an intimate weekend in Sonoma or seemingly Sonoma uh, in the mountains with this very uh, rich couple and their other best friends for what turns out to be a birthday weekend where they are, it's almost like watching a boiling frog of awkward <laughs> comedy, like in the best way, right? The best way. The best way of like, Fish out of water, create ah, so good. Uh, as they get peer pressured into all sorts of things, um, or even pressure themselves, I don't know. And I was thinking about how I'm hard to peer pressure on vacation. Like, I was thinking, my first question was, How would I react? Because we've all been in these situations where we go away with someone and they get us into. I mean, I let's be fair. No, no. Let's you. be fair. Most Cormans would just call up mom and be like, "Mom, they're peer pressuring me. I need you to come pick me up." <laughs> we style. we were very <laughs> influenced by those commercials in the '80s, where the little kids being handed the can of beer. Come on, Mikey, have the beer. And then they later they flash forward to the to the people that are just like skeletons driving a car because they drunk drove. Crash, yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? So. Very peer pressure resistant. Jewish parents and Irish parents, by the way, is because when I call my parents, they're like, shut up and deal with it. Yeah, huge difference. I'll be fine. So I was thinking, Lily and Becky, if you were whisked away on this weekend, like, how far would you have gone with? So here's the thing is that I think I need to, like, I think I have a problem that I keep watching these types of, like, you know, I, I, these, these movies or succession or which we're going to talk about in a bit, but like where there's a window into like how these people live, like, like a white Lotus, like a white Lotus, yeah. you know, like, I feel like yeah, if you like succession and white Lotus, watch this film, this it's on Hulu on July 13th. Yes. And I, and I think that. it's a really timely topic. And I do really appreciate about your film that you're not necessarily you know it's not, it's not it's, it's judgmental no it's not judgmental and i don't think it's like secession where it's like love to hate the people like there is a sort of i don't know i find uh, a way to be empathetic to all the rich people <laughs> in these scenarios and and no, the characters all have definitely lily's like lily's yeah. like jack and Lindsay are very ungrateful guests <laughs> <laughs> that is like, shut up and take your gift bag like Jesus. yeah yeah um, give me those louis vuitton slippers get out of like, here seriously um but Ouch. i would say like i probably my hard line is like the drugs like i would then and maybe for somebody else they'd be like my hard line is like leather goods i don't want that but i have no problem doing mushrooms <laughs> I like would get so nervous with that. And if somebody dosed me like without me knowing or, um, you know, and I feel like it, at that point, I'd rather not know, like, you know, if somebody was doing something like that and, you know, drugs being around and maybe that's how rich people do party. And then I, I shouldn't party with them. But like, I, I would say like that would make me feel so anxious and nervous. It would ruin all the Louis Vuitton. But other than that, I would- oh, be and clearly, I have to draw the the line at axe throwing because I went on vacation with Lily and her husband, and her very competitive, muscular husband went axe throwing, and I wanted to Jose. keep, keep Jose. up with him, yeah. Jose. And I tore up my shoulder in two years That's later. That's how he hurt his shoulder axe throwing so at a fancy I'm, resort. Okay, I'm curious. In the in the film, it is we see where your characters eventually draw the line in these various scenarios. But what about for you personally? Like how much are these characters in any way drawn from you two as people? And where where do you fall in that line? Mm, that's a great question. We talked a lot about like vacation life when we were working on this. Like what 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 do you want when you go away, right? Like you're going away to Iceland or like you get, obviously like Jack and Lindsay get swept up on this trip. But this idea of vacation talk where you're like, when we get back, we're going to remodel the house or we're going to start working at it 5 a.m. every day. Like there is this element of fantasy that I think we can all relate to regardless of the level of vacation that you're on, where you're dreaming 
of something outside of yourself or that when you come back, you're going to be different people. This vacation is going to change you, whether it's like camping or, you know, a five-star like resort in Tahoe or something. Um, so that's, that was kind of the element that we threaded through that we could relate to, especially being a couple on vacation, because often you make these, these agreements together. You're like, so we're gonna, and then I'm gonna, um, and so we kind of thought, wow, if they're stuck in life and they, they are exposed to something that's so different from themselves, what kind of promises are they trying to make? Where are they intersecting and where are they finding that they're still just hitting the same road bumps, no matter what the scenery is? And so I think for Michael and I, it was like, what is the most outrageous thing that we could put these people through, which would be really fun. And then secondly, like, what are their reactions? I don't know. Like it, there's a part of Jack and Lim's that are so us. And then there's also these places where we had to diverge and think like what matters to them, where would like, like Michael is going to sing karaoke and maybe smash a bass and not think twice about it. Right. He's a monster. No, I'm just kidding, but he is great at karaoke. Um, but like Jack is horrified by this the next day. Like he can't live it down, right? So I think um, like, would you get to the point where you're where you're like breaking things in someone's house? I mean, then you'd be out on the first night, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm I'm such a uh I'm such a control freak in general in life. So there's a thing for me of like, like, and by the way, like I'm not afraid of going to music festivals and, you know, I, you know, and casually enjoying substances and kind of doing things, but there is a level to me of like, I can't get out of, like, I I need to make sure that everyone is safe. I've kind of had this like pop up air thing with everything where it's like, I need to make sure everybody's okay while we're doing this. I think it's why Britt and I um, travel so well together, work so well together. We actually text each other often and are like, God, I love traveling with you, but you're so, fucking organized like, right <laughs> same thing where it's like good like i don't back to the eyes like brit actually was just in europe for about three weeks uh and she was telling the story about this trip where like every day was seven activities and that's where a lot of pretty problems stem from was traveling with my ex and her family and doing these things where i was like oh my god can we just sit down <laughs> and watch like the sun going on vacation with our mom our mom is yeah there. it's like we're just we're we're in the we're, we're sitting on the edge of the mediterranean sea can we just watch the sunset i don't need bike ride at 5 30 or jars right. at 6 like, 30 yeah. and i think that was a big thing with the difference wow. between you know again like i look i i'm an egomaniac i wrote all the male characters for me because i didn't know what this movie was going to look like so i wanted to be able to play any of those roles um interesting yeah, well, look, I think there's a there's a really common thing that happens with independent films, specifically in really comedies, where you're like, let's grab somebody who's on hiatus from a TV show, right? Because they're going to be more recognizable than we are. And, you know, Brit, Brit has worked a bunch as an actor. Uh, I've worked a, a less than she has. Um, and so it's the thing where, like, let's get to, you know, actors we like, but who we can put in the lead roles. And then we were like, no, screw it. Let's do it with our friends. Let's do it with us. Like, let's just go together and be our little chosen family that we've created and make this movie. But I, yeah, I, I, uh, I, the line I draw on those types of trips is like, okay, I'm a good time, but also I'm going to be the one that's cleaning up the vase and I'm going to be the one that's making sure everyone oh. is having water while also making yeah. sure that it's having wine at the same time, but just trying to keep everybody hydrated and balanced. Minus sleep. <laughs> sleep. Like I I have to sleep. I'm a sleeper. I love to sleep. I I love to party. I love to hang. Yeah. But it's like, man, if I'm not well rested, I am trouble. So that's my line. I did like in the movie, how it seemed like your accommodations were very comfortable. You had eye mask. You did get a sleep. No one woke you up in the morning. So I was like, maybe I could let the other stuff slide. Um, yes <laughs> you seem to really get as much sleep as you needed which yes. i appreciate um yeah. <laughs> and that what you what you threaded through i you know what you were saying before i i there's also the fantasy of these new friends i don't know if it's happened to becky and shy but becky and shy know that like i've been are you kidding me I've been, I've been picking up people's phone numbers all <laughs> over town this is true i'm texting with but like I have once found myself glamored by a couple and it didn't end well. And their vacation home. And their vacation home. And it honestly, true story, didn't end well. And and I think that there's also that fantasy of like, oh, like this friendship will make me, you know, like more this or that, or make us like, you know, this is the thing I need in my life right now. And and then Mm -hmm. 
you know, if it works well, out, that's great. But I they, think there's also a fantasy there when you latch yes. on to the idea of a couple. I haven't been whisked away on vacation with a couple because I am that I don't know because I'm very choosy about who I travel with. Um, I don't need to be super close with them, but certain criteria have to be met in terms of. Oh, what's the criteria? It can't be our mother. No, no, I, stop saying that. I'm That's sharing a house with our mother the whole that. summer. It's okay. true. It's actually it's probably crazier. the person, okay. you, the person <laughs> you travel the most with is actually probably our mother. So that or is- or yeah. my wife. But yeah, my mom and I have traveled. No, um, my number one thing is, and this is probably controversial, but I can't travel with bill itemizers. I'm a. It's all oh, comes out in the wash, yeah. or everything is split. Person. Ooh, That's yeah. the number one thing. And I'm happy to, I would rather secretly pay for things than have to deal with someone being like, uh, I did not have a pina colada on this. Uh, <laughs> and and to be fair, I drink probably the least out of everyone. So I'm the cheapest date on any of these, but, um, You're but that's, so that's, that's because you don't that, want to deal with the that, items. That's number one. I think number two, I need people who are okay with like, other people having fun in their own way so there can be group activities and i'm on board for those being group activities and then there has to be like a very free market in terms of what fun is and then last but not least i accept no judgment whatsoever for what are my just own personal most important things about vacation with our which are air conditioning and wi-fi i was gonna so, say no sand would be a very no but i go on vacations with sand with a lot of different people I just don't want to take shit the entire time. But the fact that I'm fine going on the sand once a day, but I'm not going to spend all day like jamming my toes in it, getting turned into like a tanned don't piece of leather. Go on vacation with Lily. We spent five <laughs> days. Every inch of my body was covered in sand. My youngest, so, my youngest daughter even said, "No, I can't. I don't think I want to repeat it on the podcast." But there was a lot of dust in her bed. There's a, there's a lot of there sand lot gets of in every hole. Even if it doesn't. She even was if, complaining. She's three. And she was like, there's sand in every hole. You just have to hold kid a kid by one foot and just hose every hole when you're done with them at the it beach. Was beautiful. So, Britt, what about you? What do you what do you require to go on vacation with someone? I, I want to ask the same question back. That's a great question. I so some I'm very similar. I I travel with giant groups of friends like. Our, really? like this Europe yeah this Europe vacation we all went That's for cool. someone's wedding it was like 35 of us in Paris wow yeah I that mean we're we're a teen tour the wedding but like we've done that we've done that for music festivals so like there's usually friends? like yeah really, some people have 30 I think Britt and I do have a lot in common because I definitely have. I definitely don't have 30 friends. I think I only had 20 at my wedding. Half of Lily's friends are on this podcast. And that's only because it's unclear yet if you two like like her enough to be friends with her. And then it'll actually increase the percentage by a lot. Yeah. I feel like with all this vacation talk, we're going to find out if we'll travel together, which is great too. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we we have we have a really big group of friends because we combine our West Coast and our East Coast friends, and then we have some friends who live in the middle, and we all stay really connected on Slack. A lot of people use that for business, but we actually use it for our friends. Um, so we plan group trips together maybe three or four times a year, and this was actually one of our friends' weddings. They were getting married in the south of France, so we all flew to Paris, and we were in Paris for about a week together. And it was amazing. But that is one of the requirements is like excellent communication. And what I mean by that is that there's like a place where we can put all the information and then everyone can make their own choices and end up finding each other again, because I think that eliminates anxiety. So like when we go to music festivals, we use boomsticks. They say friendship day on them and we hold like everyone has one. So you just hold them up when you're walking around and you can always find your people. So there's no like, if I go to the bathroom, I'm in a hundred thousand people. How am I ever going to find my friends? It's like, oh, I look for the boomsticks. They're always together. Or if you see a boomstick wandering around, that's someone who like went on their own journey, but you can walk up to them and find them and they glow at night, which is really great. Remember when I told you Brim is really good at organizing things? <laughs> but it's also it's like so, freedom through discipline. You know what I mean? Like we have I, these things I, so that we can also put a system in place that you can play within the system. Absolutely. I, yes. I, I totally agree. One thing I learned from my wife, we learned from her sister and their her husband was before vacation, we have like a little conversation of like, 
What are your expectations for this vacation? What are my, we started that about 15 years ago when we were dating and it's just golden. It is, it is pretty amazing. Um, Michael, what about yeah. you? What are your requirements for going on vacation? Are you, you ask, itemizing the bill? You seem like you're more of a, like me, like you'd rather pay for the whole thing guy. You had me until toes in the sand. I was like, I cannot <laughs> wait to go on vacation with you. I've uh, The last vacation, actually the vacation I went on right after we finished shooting with uh, my ex and a bunch of her friends. We showed up day one and, a bu- and her, one of her friends threw out, um, all right guys, everyone downloads split wise. And I was, I was like, Oh, what? Oh. what are we doing? What are we doing now? It, yeah, I'm. I'm one of those who are just like, just. I mean, I make we make the joke in the movie where it's like Matt just throws his credit card down because it's like he, I like, and I, I don't, I can't pick up that check. But um, it's just easier and just Ven, just everybody Venmo me. Like, let's all just hang out. Let's. I, I, I do have to make a pitch for Splitwise though because I think it's dependent on where you are because when we like we go to the Cape every year, this group of friends I'm telling you about. And there's so many like different grocery runs. It's not just all going out to eat. That's like, it's a lot. That's yeah. Also, it sounds like to me though, is split wise. Does it sound like to me, like you're evenly splitting or are people. Yes. So everyone pitches in their receipts. And then at the end, it's like everybody owes this much and you only Venmo one person. This okay, is within that's the not dinner with six people and then organizing yes. over who had the tomato salad. Like, well, right, yes. but that, but that yes. was my issue with it was it was like at the end of everything, if it's like we went and did a surf lesson, bam! If we, it's like, can we just like oh. be? That's that's tedious. Yeah. Like, yeah. let's just let's just take. Uh, look, I think that, and I think this is what Britt was speaking to earlier about the film. Can we just be when we're in this place? Can we just experience this place? Can I have my experience in this place versus being force-fed the experience everyone else is having and having to feel like I'm on the clock, right? And I feel like I'm on the clock when I'm constantly getting Ben Motors requested when I'm on vacation. Whereas I just want to- I understand that. That's legit. So again, pitch for your company, right? Like we give everyone a window of like three weeks to figure out their split wise. And then we do like the final thing. So you're not like you don't even have to enter it while you're on vacation. You no one's like, oh, wait a minute, yeah. someone did that. They didn't put their receipt in. They're trying. Well, to I bought the avocado though, it. and that was two dollars. Like, right. it's, oh, yeah, it's not like it. that. So it's the vibe. It's how people use the information that's available, I, right? I, Michael, I really what you're saying really resonates with me because I the way I like to travel is a lot of time in one place, so I can just mm. absorb it and enjoy it. Like pick a city and go there for, I mean, my husband and I traveled for six months after we got married and we had a loose itinerary of where we were going. We would show up in a place and we'd stay for five days or a week in a city or a uh, dream and just enjoy it. Do one thing a day. Be like, okay, we've had our fill. Now we're ready. We go to the next place. And it was this just being in it. Which, which brings me to something interesting about the film that really caught my attention. And I'm not going to say I took notes, but I may go back and take notes. I have to say that I think that weekend was beautifully programmed. <laughs> Again, to Becky, Lily I might not be taking Becky, the right lessons from this I movie. Don't, I said, Becky, I worry about myself that I want the slippers. <laughs> and I think that they did a beautiful job so with the itinerary. I, nothing started early in the morning. Now there seems to be like one group activity a day, but then lots of time to like work out or you go for a swim or everybody does their own thing. How did you guys come up with that? I mean, it's clear how Brit came up with that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I, like, but but it, it I what something that I really liked the movie is that I kept waiting for the other shoe to drop in the film. The, one of the best lines ever is when Michael says that it looks like a murder house, and. <laughs> And that, but that, it's funny, but it also kind of gets you on your toes for a sec. At the beginning of the movie, it's not a spoiler. And I don't think there's very many murders in the movie, but I, as you're, as only you're, off camera. Yeah. Only, only off camera. Exactly. Not in the film. Yeah. As, yeah. you know, as you're beginning this sort of like, you know, they're going on this trip and one of you doesn't really want to. And, you know, that joke kind of like sets up a little bit of tension of like, oh, wait, this could go terribly wrong. And, you know, in mm-hmm. what ways is it? And I kept waiting for the other shoe to drop. And the backdrop for that is these hilarious activities that are, are programmed. And they all go very well. But in, yeah, that's sort not of, sort the, of, sort more of. or less. Like, no. That's not really the, the, you know what I mean? That's not really the tension there. The tension is obviously between the actual people. How did, like, how did you come up with the structure of that weekend? Uh, you know, I, 
Back to what we were saying earlier, there there is a thing with I've been you know really fortunate to to, to go on some really cool trips and do some really fun stuff. Uh, you kind of watch these apex predators that live in this world, and they can't stop hunting. They can't stop swimming. So even if there is two activities planned today, everything else during the day, there's no lying by the pool reading a book. There's just always mm. something happening. Mm. And I think that was the the thing we were trying to showcase the difference between, you know, Britain, my characters, uh, Linz and Jack, that we need time. We need time to plug in. We need time to unplug versus these guys are just like, cool, we're not doing this. We're doing this. We're not doing this. We're doing this. We're not doing this. We're doing this. They changed costumes. The the people we're staying with change costumes every single scene, right? Right. Yep, we thought it was amazing. Right. Literally, we leave brunch and we show up at a wine tasting and they're wearing different clothing. And it's just like, how did that happen? What is going on right now? Part of it is like a Wizard of Oz kind of fantasy thing that we were trying to go for of taking us out of Kansas, which is our, you know, our apartment in LA, and dropping us into, you know, Sonoma Healdsburg. But the other part of it was just. This is how we're viewing these people. You guys brought up Succession before, and I want to. It's one of my favorite television shows ever. Uh, I, I, I'm I'm heartbroken. It's gone. I can't believe I lost Barry, that Ted Lasso, and uh, Dave, the season of Dave ended the same week. That was a really tough week for me. But um, I think people look at the lifestyle porn, and they they sometimes don't look at actually the like. Oh my God, these people are miserable. Like there's kind of nothing behind, like this is just, this is so soul sucking because they, these people don't want for anything and therefore they want for everything. The lack of connection, the lack of real conversation. It's one of my favorite things about Britain, JJ, Nolan, who plays Cap in the movie. Um, you know. Who is amazing. Yeah, she's amazing. Dope. She's uh, uh, awesome. She's, we're, our, we're actually, we're working on our next movie right now. And she's, uh, she's, she's a part of the triumvirate with which we're making this movie. But um I mean, you know, such you, a memorable character. So great. Daniel. Yeah, that woman is Daniel. <laughs> Don, that woman is so desperate for connection, you know, and because she has everything at her fingertips. And when you again, when you don't worry about the one thing that 99% of the world is worried about, this chasm opens up in your life where you can worry about everything else. Right. The fact that she keeps talking about the empathy test, the fact that she keeps just wanting to find these little ways that she can get Brit to kind of play with her. Um yeah, it's all just a long-winded way of saying, like, I, 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 it was important to me to, you said this earlier too, like, I do empathize with all those characters. I do love all of those people, you know, I, the, yeah, like, I, I do like all of these characters. I think they're all really fun, and I think they're a good time. We've had the really fun experience going to film festivals where we can tell about two to three minutes in the movie, whether it's a Jack audience or a Lynn's audience. <laughs> uh, Jack audiences don't laugh as much. Uh, they tend to be a little bit older. They tend to be divorcees. They tend to have, they tend to kind of have like, have had have a little more life. And Lynn's audiences are more just, everything is possible, you know? And it's, it was such a goal. Britt and I had so many conversations around this. Like, I don't want us to be likable. I want us to be relatable. I don't want us to be black or white. I need us to be gray. Like Britt is so talented. She's so lovable. It's why she has 30 friends that will go on vacation with her. Britt is a magnet for a connection. Um, and it was a really, I mean, it was, it was tough for us playing these characters because we sucked the entire time we were doing it. We were not fun and everyone else was having the time of their lives. And, but that was important to me that I wanted people to walk into the movie and feel like, what would I do in this situation? And like, would I be a Lindsay or would I be a Jack? I, I feel like yeah. one of the things, and I, I just, I rewatched it a second time. Thanks. Because I liked it, but also Thank because, you. you know, to prepare for today, where, you know, we like to prepare on the show. Well, that's um, good. And I mean, especially when it's watching your movie. Um, and the, I, 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 there are some trips where I'm a Lindsay and sometimes I'm a Jack. Although Becky and Lil, would you say I'm more of a Jack on vacation? No, it depends. It depends where you are because in India, I mean, Lindsay. India shy is a total Lindsay. No, and I South actually wet shy is a total Lindsay. I think work trips, I'm more of a Lindsay. Personal yeah. trips, I'm more like you're a Jack. Yeah. Let's watch. Yeah. Like, why did everybody change for dinner? I know. I don't have to change my truck for dinner. <laughs> now, like when he said that line, I'm like, oh, it's like shy. <laughs> um. Yeah, the version of you I met at South by was definitely a Lindsay. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. That's yeah. what I mean. That is my general personality is 
mm-hmm. optimistic. And I think like we we plan those activities, like back to that question. We plan that from a very Lindsay perspective. Like those were the Lindsay moments in our lives. Like I've done a murder mystery dinner theater with my friends. And it was so fun. And we were like, that's got to be it. Like, we don't want to do a barbecue. Let's do something bigger than a barbecue. And then it was like a Wild West themed murder mystery mm-hmm. dinner. And then it shifted to like the Chicago thing. And it just kind of developed as it was getting written. Um, and then like cow ceremony, at, like Michael started being like, we need something that's going to bring them back together. <laughs> like ceremony. we need to have like an apology. Like we need to have connection. Ceremony. And I was like, oh my gosh, can we do like the song lyrics? With the song lyrics, they're writing in that scene. Does everybody notice? Because I was like hitting Becky being oh. like, she sang song lyrics. She sang song she lyrics. Sang yeah, I, I sent Britt and Kestrin like, I think five different versions of that scene, knowing that the Spice Girls thing had to be in it. Like, <laughs> and like, and it had to be four non-blondes. Tell me what you Spice really, Girls. really you want. But like, I, I sent them like five different alts of that scene. It was funny to me in the final cut that the two that I knew had to be in the scene ended up being the ones in the scene. Uh but, but again, I think it speaks to just these characters like JJ makes this amazing face where she's like, mm-hmm. yeah. what's happening? And, yes. and Britt and I yes. are like, what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> like it's, yeah, I-, I uh, My favorite night of texting that we had because he, he came over <laughs> to my house and the concept for like doing the ceremony developed. And then we were like, well, we don't want it to be overtly drugs because my initial ser- thought was like to really go in the direction of like, they know that they're doing it. And it was, he was like, no, no. If we do it cacao, it's like supposed to be a heart opener, but then <laughs> it's like a secret dosing situation. So the story is really coming together in these little moments that you have just in conversations. And then the song lyric thing came up and that night of texting was like, I mean, everything we could think of, it was like Led Zeppelin, David Bowie. Like we just kept texting each other, like pitches. The I don't, I don't think we went to bed until like 3 a.m. texting each other ridiculous song lyrics that we felt like. It, that was a tough, like the ultimate choice of that, and it even got edited down. Like Michael is being very, um, he's being very humble about it. But there were so many hilarious versions of it. It was actually very hard to choose. Because once you go with that concept, it's like, how many song lyrics can you think of from your life that you could start to apply to that situation? And they're all ridiculous. Oh my goodness. Well, I, it, um, oh, sorry, sorry. Oh no, go ahead, go ahead. Well, that brings me to the the one of the questions I would, would really wanted to ask you is, but to both of you is that um, people love to hate like these kind of characters in su- succession, the white Lotus, which is like huge. And, um, and, and the menu, I, it made me think of the menu also. Yeah. I've seen that film. Mm-hmm. And, and this wait, I just want for people listening. This does not take a menu. This is not a horror gross. turn. No, it, it does is... not take it. It's at all. And it, and, but even beyond that, like I don't want I don't want people listening I, who don't like horror to be like, oh, they're no, gonna no, oh uh, no, we're 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 a straight up like balls out comedy, comedy. and and it, the the horror is our marriage. But, That's the horror. But, yeah. but but that being said, it's not without commentary. Like your yes. comedy has commentary. But I didn't feel, and I do feel like this about Succession. I think your film is more connected to a Succession type situation than the menu whereas i don't think the moral of the story is rich people are bad and i think a lot of these types of shows it's like well the white lotus people are all terrible because they're wasting this vacation everybody's bad succession is they're all horrible they're rich horrible people but if you take away only that you're i think you're missing a little bit more of the point and mm-hmm. you touched on it before when you said they're not happy and mm-hmm. and Lindsay and jack aren't happy either it's not like if you don't have money that means you're happy what where yeah. is there that sort of deeper empathy or commentary in the film for you guys? Like, what is what you know maybe about that? Are we trying to say? Because I, I feel I like think it's just rich people are bad. Yeah, I think it's multi layered. I mean, my first instinct always is to say we love the people that we cast, and we knew that we were casting friends of ours that were extremely talented, and we're not going to get stuck in a stereotype. Because I feel like the best comedy for me is it always leaves you a little introspective because you feel like you relate to it and you're laughing. It's like Michael would say, our goal is have them laugh, 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 and then feel like they got punched a little bit in the gut. Cause you're like, Ooh, ouch. Ooh, I've done that. Or like, Oh no, I've had this fight. And then you go back to laughing again. So I think the entire scope of humanity 
was is really integral to comedy, I think, because, you know, comedy is, is your drama of life with laughter included. Um, and that that gives you this catharsis that's really important. But if it's just stereotypes, it's one dimensional and life is not one dimensional. So I think it starts with the fact that we love these actors. We knew that they would bring some lovable, interesting qualities to these people. And also that it's important that if you see, if you see Linz and Jack struggling to try to make their life, then you also see that Kat and Matt are struggling. Their marriage is also not happy. Why are, why, like people, we would get stuck on this thing in editing where we're like, why would Lindsay say yes? We have to make sure the audience understands like why she would say yes to this vacation. But it's also important to understand why does Kat keep inviting people? Why does she, like, she has this hungry ghost space that she's always trying to pull people in to fill as well, right? The scene in the pool with Matt, I think with Jack and Matt is- Oh, that's my favorite scene scene in the whole That's my favorite scene. Mine too, thank you. I wouldn't wouldn't let us cut a goddamn second of it, yeah. I really (laughs) like that scene a lot. And I think you get that- like, I'm not going to reveal too much about the scene. I want people to not, you know, maybe... It's a beautiful heart to heart, but it's also so weird. Like It's it, very it, revealing. It, like, yeah, it's very, very revealing. revealing. Well, and that's also something about vacations too, right? Like, if you are, I don't know, if you're with on it with, with your regular friends and family, it's a little bit different. But sometimes when you find yourself, even just talking to a stranger at a bar, like, suddenly you're like, I'm in Iceland. I've had two glasses of wine and I'm connecting with this stranger who's from like Lisbon. And I'm talking about the fight I had with my husband in the hotel room. Like, how did that happen? I do think it's easier to be vulnerable with someone you don't know because they don't have, they don't have no stakes the trauma. in the same way. Right. And, and there was like a self-reflection there where Matt says something about Kat that we yeah. all know, but you don't necessarily think he knows or right. he's oblivious to it. And he's not. And it's sort of like it's like a little reveal into they're not dummies. Yeah. Uh, moment I want to bring up, which is when Matt clarifies his success to Jack, and Jack's like, "You got so lucky," and he's like, "No, I had a lot of help, and I had help in the right places at the right time." And I thought that was like the directness of that scene. Um, I just I enjoyed it. I found it very refreshing. Because nice. I think we love to look at the succession people and go, oh, they're just so lucky to be born with this or to have that. And it's like, it's like, no, like people get very specific help in very specific moments, which allows them to do these things. So this idea that it's like, why couldn't I just do that? Well, you couldn't do it because you weren't born into this circumstance is like mm-hmm. that cold bucket of water. Um as part of the commentary on these people and their lives and all that they have. And and so I actually liked in that moment how direct he is being about and his, honest. And honest, honest about his his life experience. Um, why did you include that scene in the film? Like why was that important for you to put in there? Uh it's great because these two things actually go hand in hand. Uh the the mm-hmm. The lovely uh, gentleman who owns that home we were staying that we do shot at and we were staying at for the sake of anonymity, I'm not going to say their names. Um, but uh, he, which is a donation to us, by yeah, the way. Yeah, like we, we, we they really liked a, mo- a couple of movies Charlotte and I had done. We developed a relationship with them, and they uh, we were there, and I asked if I could shoot a movie, and and they were really cool and said yes, and that they would be gone for three weeks, and we could shoot for the three weeks they were gone. Um, awesome. he called me the day after he saw the movie the first time he was driving back from um, his office to the home and he specifically brought up the pool scene and he said I, I have never felt more seen by a scene in a movie in my entire lifetime Whoa! and I was like yeah because I was kind of thinking about you when I wrote it and I was kind of thinking about this idea of like I think most of us get handed the in and out burger menu of life like, I thought I was going to be a professional baseball player. Then I thought I was going to be an actor. Then I thought I was going to be a bartender. Then I thought I was going to be a producer, an actor, and a writer. And um, thankfully, the fourth one is working out for me. But really, these have been the things, right? I think people that grow up with that much wealth, which is what I try to paint with uh, Guy Carey, is they get handed the Cheesecake Factory menu, which is everything is attainable because everything is attainable you can't touch because you can touch everything. You actually can't dive into anything. It was important to me to point out that, you know, look, 
if somebody gave me $150 million, if my dad just wrote me a check for that much money, I would like to think I'd be able to make more money off of that. But we do watch characters like the people on Succession, which it took us four seasons to get there and go, oh my God, they're all fucking idiots. Like they're, they, they're not good enough. Right, they, right. Like they're not serious people. It was one of my favorite ones. Uh, I've been stuck on that line. No, they're not serious no. people. So good. I literally didn't sleep. Yeah, I have no I, idea how much we've talked about that line. But I do think- That's much Matt, worse than not having the money. Much worse. And that, and that's what I was trying to go to. It was like, Matt, look, Matt didn't grow up poor, right? Matt didn't grow up poor. Um, Matt just did really well. And Matt's a smart dude. And then when life did throw some shit at him, he adapted, he evolved. He's a really smart guy. And, and he I mean, also had an environment that supported that because right. when he falls down, he has a friend who has a trust friend that can pick him back up. So it right. is like, I think that's what you're hitting on is that there's more layers to this than just hating someone for the circumstances they're born into, right? Like there's all these dips and turns, but if you have an environment that supports you in a way that you don't get supported, if you have the in and out menu, it, it makes a huge difference in the trajectory of your life, right? Which is a fantastic contrast to Jack, who made one mistake. It's fucked. One mistake. Can't get out done. Right. It. There's it's no done. get out of jail for him. There's no get right. out of jail. And, and which I, is, I, oh, sorry. Brit. No, I was just going to say that that was an important part of like when we that scene was getting written on the balcony where he's talking about how he made himself. You're asking the impetus for that. And one was like, it is an interesting representation of humanity, but also that's exactly what Michael wanted to make sure to point out is like, here's this guy who's going door to door selling solar panels and he makes one mistake and has like, he's, he hates his job. He can't get back up. And also he wants to hate Matt immediately thinking you're just this wealthy guy who got handed everything. And then this guy is like, actually I did it. I mean, I kind of did. I had help, but like, no, I had help. I didn't do this all on my own. And Doc is like, oh my God, you're a self-made man. Like in his mind, it just took him down so many levels because he thought he could just hate this person and he can't because now he has to think about himself. So, I mean, it's, that, so, well it's, done. Really it's well so well done. done. The decision to have Jack be on probation and have that, that block of him of that, that and the anger management issues, where does that come from? Because he comes in with a handicap to enjoying himself over the weekend that, um, Lindsay doesn't. Lindsay gets to come in like a little bit more open, a little bit more seeing the possibilities. Jack, even if he wanted to, still has to worry about like even from the beginning, he's like, oh, I promised my wife I wouldn't drink a lot. I've got anger management issues. There's like a fuse that can pop with him that you don't get the sense Lindsay has has that like you know risk factor in terms or of or wants it. Or right. wants it. I think that's a huge part of it too, is like she doesn't want to deal with the consequences of what has happened in their lives. And I think that's, that's, a, that's a great point. Yeah. So relatable to your partner. Sometimes you're like, I, I know I married you and I know I said I would, but like, I don't want this right now. I don't want what you're angry about. Or like, I don't want this handicap that has been introduced into our life because of a choice you made that now I have to deal with. And I think she's offered this like land of Oz opportunity to pretend like nothing's happened. Can I just pretend like you're not on probation and you don't have to pee in a cup and you could go to jail because this world makes me feel like that could not be true. And that's why she's so willing to go, you know? Mm. Yeah, I, I think, um, great question. Uh, look, I, I grew up in a, uh, kind of an untraditional family and fire. My parents got kicked out of their, their respective households when they were 18 because they got pregnant with my brother. Uh, they grew up Irish Catholic. They got pregnant. They got kicked out. They moved to California. And I watched my dad grow up with this just kind of resentment and anger. And my dad, my dad did really well for himself, honestly. I mean, not, not the characters in the movie well, but, um, but he did well for himself. You know, he created a really nice life for us. And I, I was somebody who I went to, uh, by the way, I didn't, I didn't realize you guys had such a, like a big relationship with university of Arizona. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I went to Cal, I went there to play baseball and got injured. And that's when I started studying. Oh. Um, yeah. We're, we're, we're like, that's our, that's our family in a lot of ways. Yeah, we love them. The school of film and television. It's, 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 it's the Harvard of Arizona. It's the, it's the, uh, the greatest school in, uh, in Arizona. Hey, uh, 
Just with that, we got to take a moment then to give love to the uh, TFTV Theater, Film, and Television School. We love you. Um, yeah, I, I, I did a bunch of interviews with them last year. I, I love those people. Um, Harold Dixon, who uh, is an emeritus professor there, uh, absolutely changed my life when I stopped playing baseball and encouraged me to be an actor. Um, and some of our crew was from there too. A lot, a lot like of our a, crew and awesome some thing. of our cast too. Yeah, uh, we, we were very, very wildcat based. Um, but I, it was one of these things where I just, I watched men in my life, we're getting to therapy now. Um, I watched just a lot of men in my life be angry about the way that life hadn't worked out for them. And as somebody who is, I mean, my company is called My Therapist Thinks Productions. Like it's as somebody who does spend a lot of time reading and 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 kind of thinking and, and Britt hears it from me all the time. And it's probably annoying as hell for her, but like, I spent a lot of time being introspective about like, why do I feel the way I'm feeling in this exact moment? And I know so many men in my life that don't. And Jack is the worst parts of me. Like he, he's got a huge ego. He's really depressed. He doesn't want to, he has no ambition because he felt like life kicked him in the balls one time and he just can't get back up. And it's like, you know, Brit has this lovely moment in the movie where she kind of calls me out on a little bit. We're spoiling everything. Um, but, uh, no, it's it, it was, and that it, was actually that was actually an improv line. Like we yeah. just kind of we got into that fight a little bit, and the like, I need you to get back up was like just kind of came out from everything we had developed together. Yeah. Also, I look, I I love, I love Silver Linings Playbook unapologetically, and like Bradley Cooper <laughs> character in that. I was just like, that's fun. an argument from us. What's that? You're not gonna. We're not gonna argue. We, we were also all born in Philly, so that's stop. Oh, oh, awesome. Uh, my, I'm, I'm, guys, I'm a, I'm a surrogate Philly fan. My best friend is from there, and he's he's indoctrinated me. It's bad. It's really bad. Philly, really, very emotional. I'm, I'm one of you monsters now. I say water. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that that was even. I was also look. I was also. Britt said this earlier. Um, our our whole idea with this movie was spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down where we shot all the scenes with all the kind of heavier dramatic scenes the first three days we were shooting and we turned to each other and we're kind of like oh my god are we making marriage story because i didn't want to make marriage story and then everybody else i wouldn't have watched it twice if it was marriage story that's all yeah right yeah Yeah. everybody else showed up on set and all of a sudden i was like well i didn't mean to make american pie either so what (laughs) the hell is going on right here um, but I think that's, that's what I was trying to look, I could feel my own relationship falling apart at the time, subconsciously, maybe not consciously. And I think that's where a lot of the script came from was, I want to have these conversations about why aren't we working? And like, what am I doing wrong? What can I be doing differently? And if, you know, Brit said this so beautifully before I say that all the time, it's because Brit says things beautifully. Um, if we try to connect and if we try to communicate, I think we can get there. And if we don't, we don't, but we tried versus what I think a lot of people do, which is what Jack does, which is like, ah, screw it. I sell solar panels now. This is my life. Fuck it. Right. Hmm. It's a really big difference. Although I do want to believe I'm a very big optimist. I want to believe that they make it in the end. And I, that's, I do that's my take. They find that's their way back take. to each other. They needed a real shakeup to mm-hmm. yeah, I did too. out of their slump it's possible right and that's that also it's possible they don't because people are possible that they don't i mean it was it's a it's an open-ended ending which was very purposeful but i am i am like you i would like to believe that with the right tools i don't think they had the right tools but i do think that they have the right desire for connection and that's a place to start what they decide to do with that after they leave is up to them but my hope my hope for them would be that there's there's a possibility, right? There's a possibility for it. So uh, I hope so too. It reminds me a little yeah, bit of the end right? of catastrophe, also, which is another one that's kind of reminds me. So I don't I avoid people being miserable movies, particularly like miserable marriage for like an hour and a half movie. This mm-hmm. is not that. This is very funny. I really I mean this is this thank has, you. This is really this is really funny and I love all the characters. There's so many quirky characters. It does defy genres a little bit, the way you said, like it it goes from marriage story and American Pie, like all the, I love I love that you mentioned those both in the same sentence because to me that's what makes a movie like this so appealing is that are, are, are you guys watching the bear 
Ah, oh, okay. yeah. Wait, but we haven't, we haven't seen season two. Seen two. I I finished season two, Spain. but they haven't. We haven't seen it yet. Finished it. We're in Spain. Okay. We're gonna watch yeah. it too. Yeah, no. So, I, you, so the people in the bottom half of my Zoom are dead to me. That's the three women. Um, it's. No, the, oh, it's not season one. Season one. It's, no, it's season two. I we're in swear Spain. to God, it's not available. They were in Spain. They don't. They don't have access to it. What's happening? Get a VPN. You can do better. Uh, no, I tell Lily all the time she has to change VPN. Did he mention he's controlling at all? Did that happen? <laughs> I need everyone to know what I'm talking about at all times. Uh, no, it's but it's the way I feel about that. It's the way, like where I'm. I'm like this is. It's the way I felt about Atlanta, which is one of my favorite shows. It's the way I feel about you know so many things where you're like I'm laughing and I'm crying at the exact same time. And I I, I think Judd Apatow has been huge in this space. And you know I. I I look at so many of these indie filmmakers, and uh, we're look we're at a place with indie film where I'm a little worried sometimes that like we're gonna become the opera, where we're gonna need angel investors to be able to keep making these movies. And by the way, like angel investors, I'm right here. I'll put my Venmo right to the link for for the podcast. Um, but we are trying to tell. Look, like I, Chen, I've talked about this. Like I. I love Star Wars. I like Marvel stuff. Like I, I saw Guardians of the Galaxy three, and like I was crying. The shit that that movie's amazing. Like the, I was. Crying. That movie is amazing. I went home and hugged the hell out of my dog. Yeah. Like, like, you know, the fact that like, yeah, the fact that like Rocket's first word is pain. You're like, oh, I'm dead. I'm over. I'm done. This is over. But like, the the IP franchise of it all, which I think we might be coming out of, but also the fact that we've got you know the people that used to run studios. We're film producers. There are people that really gave a, gave a shit about storytelling and the people that run them now and no shots at them because they make they make good stuff, but it's not about the bottom line. It's about connection. The reason we tell stories is connect with each other. The only reason that we are here on this Zoom, on this podcast right now is because we thousands of years ago formed language and community. Like bears should have killed us. Tigers should have killed us. We should be dead. But we're here, and that's because we formed language and connection. And like that's all I want to do with film. That's all I want to do with television is form connection. And I do think the best connection comes from laughter. I and think that's I think that's everyone. <laughs> I, I love it. So speaking of laughter, the funniest element of the movie, my favorite scene was the pool scene. The funniest element of the movie to me is the relationship between the 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 flaxes and their staff you know, particularly Daniel. And at the end of the movie, um, Daniel, I believe, Milton. Milton. what? And receives, what was it? Jackass pay or asshole pay? What is it that he asshole received? Asshole tax. Asshole, asshole tax. Yeah. Yeah. Which is extra money if the... If a guest is not appropriate with him. Yeah, or or, or the owner's or hits him or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And he's totally down for being paid for that. Um. He should be careful going on vacation with Lily because Lily has reverse asshole tax, which is if if a place is out of out of not going to want to go on vacation with me now. No, what are you talking about? You you kidding? That split wise is going to be nothing when you're done with Lily. (laughs) You, I promise you, you go on vacation with her, you won't pay for a single meal. Yeah, split wise won't even matter. We'll be paying you. I hold I hold people to very high standards. So. Oh. I would love to know. Okay, I'm gonna. Th- we have the signature game of Friday Night Movie is called Buy Rent Meh. So we're gonna play that right now, which is Wait, rent, buy, buy rent Meh. Okay, it's our it's our ranking system. Yeah. Okay, and Meh doesn't have to be the lowest ranked. It it can just be Meh, however you decide to explain it. Um, we're gonna throw out a few different people for the first round of. Who would you have to be paid extra to go on vacation with? So in some ways, you got to kind of have to reverse. You're gonna have to like reverse rank these in the sense that who you who you rank by is probably who you'd be most willing to go on vacation with of this right. group. Who, who who you may is who you'd have to be paid the most to go on vacation with. Okay, is that fair? Is that how they say yeah, that? Right? That makes sense. All right. So in this and these categories are insane. Like we we really. There, some people are real, some people are fake. <laughs> so, number one, Courtney Kardashian. For those who are not following at home, she's my favorite Kardashian. She's married to 
Travis Barker. Um, the drummer for Blink-182. From my, my, unpo- my unpopular hot t- t- take. I've never seen a minute of the TV show. My he, entire you've relationship. You've always known that court's yours. You've always known even that yeah, you don't yeah. want to. Um, Grimace from McDonald's. But like a guy in the Grimace outfit. Okay. Or just Grimace. Oh, like a guy in the milkshake outfit. Yeah, yeah, in the in the in purple, the, in purple costume, yeah, purple well, costume. Because okay. I feel like I mean, if Grimace was real, be... sure, you can play it either way. <laughs> and Elon Musk. So that is your first buy rent man of people. Cool. So, who would you have to be paid the most slash least with using buy rent man? Oh, good, Michael's ready. I knew you'd be ready. Go for it. Oh, I was actually going to defer to my partner, Britt. Oh, I Britt. Like let Britt go first, but I, I'll jump in if she needs a second. Oh, I'm in. Uh, Grimace costume, bye. We're on vacation. We're hanging out on a beach. I can't wait. We're in, we're in like those good Greek short shorts. We're getting suntan. Uh, uh, I guess I'm going mad with Courtney next because of Travis, because I grew up in San Diego and Blink-182 used to play the quad in high school. We used to like <laughs> them and then we all got pissed off when they got too big. Uh, so I could, I could, I, that would be less than Elon would be the biggest. I would need, I would need a lot of Elon's money to hang out with Elon. Okay. All right. Wait. Yeah. Wait. So he's rent. He's so it's, no, so it's Matt. So it's your buy, your, your, but, but your Michael, Matt. you mean that. Rent, Matt. Rent, rent, oh, I think we're rent. I'm sorry. I missed the rent. Okay, great. So, so he's mad. She's rent. Grimace is buy. Okay. That's a good. That's a good answer. Okay. Um, maybe. Oh gosh, this is not really in my character, but I'm just trying to think smartly here because this feels like a really like I gotta have the right answer for this. I, game. I love that. You just gotta play. You know what I mean? You don't have so, to. Okay. So I am going to. I would pay Elon because I could get a lot of information and then blackmail him. Right? <laughs> you get that close to him. I'm playing a long game. I'm playing a long game. I'm gonna like endear myself and then I'm gonna. I'm going to sell that man out. Smart. Okay. Um, the, I'm going to, I'm going to rent the, the grimace costume because I feel like I like, that's a lifestyle that I don't know a lot about. And as like a writer and creator, there could be some really important, like really interesting character developments that could come from connecting with this person. Um, and then I am going to Matt Courtney Kardashian because I don't believe in any of the empire that has been built from that name. I'm sorry, no shade to anyone who does, but <laughs> I I'm not about I, that life. Just not about. I'm not about the reality star. Like we happen to get a political person in office from that route, and I just like can't. I can't. You feel like that was like it. maybe a bridge too far for reality. Yeah, it was a bridge too far. It's it's gone too far. It's gone too far. That's. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> The, the reality. That's your TV. boo. That's your boo. I'm sorry. I mean, she likes Jewish guys and drummers. I feel like I have a chance. <laughs> oh, there you go. I, I can't hit on you for that. You not at, the, not at yet. the same time. Not at the same time. But we yeah. love who we love. You know. Yeah, um, it's so true. Okay. Uh, the next round of this, we will play with Roman Roy from Succession. Okay. I feel like maybe we let's just. I'm gonna turn this category upside down since we talk so much about uh, succession we're gonna do the big three yeah right. roman roman siobhan and um uh kendall ready kendall man baby 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 <laughs> don't have time for it absolutely not nope i'm i am buying shiv just find her cause a complicated female i'm into it and then I am uh, going to rent uh, Roman because Roman could be fun. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just getting on a plane with Jerry and Carl and we're just going to see where, <laughs> where you know, see where that gonna, golden parachute has you land. No, I, I, I think Britt just hit my rent. By the way, I think Kendall Roy is one of the greatest television characters of all time. And uh, you know, Jeremy Strong is breathtaking as an actor shoot me if i ever end up in a car with that human being oh my god yeah i cannot i do not have the patience for that yeah just the way i was listening to a pod yesterday was talking about his introduction scene you're like the beastie boys could not have been a better way to meet that character like where you're it's just i actually worry 
that finance you worry for Kendall. <laughs> I, I know I worry for us as a as a civilization that finance bros in 10 years are going to start talking like Kendall Roy because they think that's normal. The, like the way they did with uh, Michael Douglas and Wall Street. That's, that's exactly the comparison. Yeah. I mean. Where it's like, people don't say I'm on Molly eating a, like getting my dick sucked uh, grilled cheese sandwich. That's not a thing. Like those are not words that get used. Yeah. And, and uh, or or the, I think in that Mad Men era too, we had a whole bunch of people asking acting like they were in Mad Men. I I need to know what Becky and Lily think of this one. Or mm, Becky, I mean, you have a small sample of succession, but Lily, where where do you land? Against my better judgment, I want to buy Rome because I feel like it'll really take me out of my comfort zone. Like, he's definitely going to get you to do drugs. (laughs) He might. Like, I I might have to, like, bail, but I really feel, and I don't think he would care if I bailed. He's not there. He'll just keep inviting you. He does not care. he'll replace me or he wouldn't even notice that i was there it's fine but like if i'm invited on that private plane i do want to see where we're going um that bachelor party episode is one of my favorites it's a close it's a closed loop it's a closed loop yeah awesome um and then for sure shiv i'm renting shiv i feel like shiv and i could don't you feel like there's so much judgment from shiv though but that's fine okay i want to hear what she has to say (laughs) it's good I'll take notes. I'll take what I want. I'll throw out what I don't. I feel like she can spa really well. She doesn't seem like she wants to do more than one activity a day. She's <laughs> so true. She wants to be like on the phone, but like she also kind of wants one of meets a cute guy. Like she's definitely like oh, she's down to have a threesome with you and somebody else. Like you know, she's down to party. She's she's down to party. She's definitely looking for some cute guys, and she knows how to dress. So I feel like there's gonna be some shopping. Like maybe she'll lend me her stylist. Like we can, like her person at Nordstrom's or whatever. Whoever. Are you sure you don't want to change it? Change your buy? I don't, I don't know. Think she goes I, to I do, Lil, I, I don't do. think she goes to Nordstrom's. I don't. I, I didn't want to go there. Yeah. To like, Personal. Where does she go? We don't know. We don't know the names exactly. of those stores. We That's don't have the, the names of the stores. Exactly. We don't give those out to regular people. Exactly. Yeah. But maybe she'll let me go with her. No, no. Because I maybe do she'll take like, you to Nordstrom Jack and buy you some shoes. <laughs> She wouldn't, she would not grace Nordstrom's drag with her. But. You and Shiv just pop into the Westfield. You go hit the footlocker. Imagine. Um, but no, I do feel like I want to buy Rome because I'm just so curious. And then mm-hmm. I will make Kendall because I'd scratch my eyes out. Like, I can't imagine having to, like, imagine having to have dinner with him. <laughs> oh my God, you'd have to sit there and, like, listen and, like, placate him and you couldn't disagree. Oof, I'd get kicked out. I wouldn't be allowed to be at that dinner. But then maybe, I don't know, Khan is like an outlier. I might want to go. Oh, Khan, Khan wasn't part Khan, of the. Khan, the way Khan wins. Yeah. It's saying. Yeah. I'm a, a big Khan head. Big Khan head over here. <laughs> what about you, Becky, not having watched the show? I've watched some of the show. I've seen the first four episodes. Based on it, I'm a bit, <laughs> I'm a bit torn because Kendall seems like the biggest weenie and I could get him to do whatever I want. But you're, mm. so, you're it just wrong. seems like such a such a wimp. Ultimately, like inside, he seems like he's a wimp. But um, no, I would I would actually agree with Lily's order because Rome seems like he's going to be the most fun, and it's going to be wild and a once in a lifetime experience. Siobhan, um, I think it, you would only have to hang out in small doses because she wouldn't really be interested in spending a lot of time with you. She'd invite you on this vacation, I, but like not, but exactly. You do like one no commitment. You would do like one thing yeah. a day and then do whatever you want. And I do agree from the few scenes I've seen of Kendall, it would make me want to scratch my eyes out ultimately. <laughs> like that is not a person I want to hang out with. So I, I do agree with Lily's assessment. Yeah. I just think I really, now that I've really had a chance to soak myself in this conversation, I very much want to go on vacation now with uh, Carrie, Carrie, like male Carrie, Matt Flax and Cat Flax. Like compared to these succession (laughs) kids, I'd like to go on vacation with all of them. You're like, yeah, okay, let's go. Um, uh, They're, you know, and and of course, you know, Jack and Britt, uh, Jack and Lindsay. Britt Britt for sure, because Britt, Clearly knows how to organize a great vacation. Brit, 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 I, I love going to yeah, going to a music festival. With Brit Rensselaer is we're like. Gonna, we're gonna now. Are these are these panel. all EDM festivals? I know. We do everything. Or, or are they like 
you know, no, Bonnaroo? No. Like, what are we talking about? Oh, no, yeah, more like Coachella, Outside Lands, um, you can buy Primavera. Well, you can buy an ACL, Primavera. you can buy, but yeah, it's Primavera. Is Primavera the one that Bleachers played at this year? Just now, yeah, in June. That you didn't go to? No. I, I was there, but I didn't go. But I was there last night. All right, the film is Pretty Problems. It's on Hulu. So good. July 13th. It's so much fun. Uh, again, if you are missing Succession and White Lotus, this is the thing. But you want to see gonna... something funnier. Funny yeah. and funnier. Funnier. But this more, this'll like, more this heart. is going to scratch that itch. Yeah, we're there's like, a lot uh, of we're like, we're like if Shit's Creek went to White Lotus. That's what we Yes. 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 That's, that's a, exactly that's how. Perfect. Of course, you know how to describe it. You it's, made the movie. <laughs> that's great. Look at that. Um, and and uh, Britt, where can people follow you? Um, uh, on Instagram, Ophelia Grown Up is my handle. Um, I'm also on Twitter, but like, you know, Elon and I are in a fight, so that may not be for very much longer. So find me on Instagram. Which is why I met him, but you want to buy him. I'm I, this. I'm happy you're trying. Well, to I'm going to exploit him because I'm, I'm a happy genius. You're working. <laughs> Blackmail is powerful. Blackmail is. Um, and uh, Michael, where can people follow you? I'm uh, I'm I'm on the IG occasionally uh, at my last name MT Tenant MT, but usually uh, if you don't like mental health stuff or my dog uh you're not gonna want to follow me uh if you like my dog he's my sweet boy right there he's actually he, i can hat. see him in my living are, are those hats his hats or your, or your that's a great question he's uh every time we go to austin michael buys a new hat okay. wait a second wait a second wait for I the dog or for him both. No, I can't. They be both. Um, uh, shame with blood. This is my 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 dear friend Ryan McGrath's shop in Austin. I met him when we were at South by uh, last year uh, through JJ. Uh, he was working in med sales in Marina del Rey and just woke up one day and said, "I don't like what I'm doing with my life. I'm going to move to Austin. I'm going to start making hats." And he makes these gorgeous hats, and he's two, made two of these custom for me. Uh, would really have supported his business for sure. Provador is a, uh, the name of the company, but just uh, the awesome. sweetest, kindest dude. He has become one of my dearest friends in the last year and a half because I meet really great people at South by Southwest, which is why we're all on this call right now. We met over a Topa Chico and a taco, and here and we are, that, you know, months later, just just getting to know your sisters. Which is a blast. I love how the Topo Chicos flow at South by. There's a lot yeah. of Topo Chico. sparkling water. The lot of sparkling water snob. It is the best sparkling water for sure. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Thank you. Talking to you guys forever, but I yeah. I mean, when are you? Are you coming to DC anytime soon? Just come are you hang. in Spain? Do you want to? Do you want to bring your thirty friends to Spain? The Canary oh, Islands no. is amazing. Yes! I've got another Zoom Canary in forty-five minutes. In, but I'm in Spain. Yeah, I live L in the Canary Islands. You're invited anytime. Lily, friends. Lily is the hookups with all the Airbnbs. Thank you for listening to Friday Night Movie, the sibling rivalry and pop culture podcast. Join the Friday Night Movie family by following at Friday Night Movie on all of the socials and visiting our website, FridayNightMovie.com. Our theme song is by What Does It Eat? And make sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.